0: cliffcentral.com
1: On radio, on radio, more of the good stuff, cliffcentral.com What a way to start the show, what a song man, I am in vibes i'm 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 inspired and i'm happy i live my life like every day is friday i believe that every day is friday i work as hard as i can absolutely every day knowing that the weekend is around the corner and today my weekend starts right now i'm off to london um in a bit
2: Happy Tuesday, Friday.
1: Happy Tuesday, Friday. I'm on to London. <laughs> I'm uh I'm gonna go Joel
2: Are you gonna go there for holiday or what are you gonna be doing there, Brainski? Uh
1: half and half. You 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 know, balance. It's all about balance. You gotta yes. you gotta try and make stuff work. So a little bit of work. Um myself and my GoPro are going to catch a little bit of town. Um awesome. as well as uh cover a couple of stories that I can't tell you on air now. It's top secrets. If I have to tell you, then I'm gonna have to can't, can't wait. Can't wait. I'm gonna have to keep it a secret. Um and I'm gonna Gonna go have a big fat jaw. Awesome. In London town, so exciting. Sorry, I'm excited. I feel like that song just set the tone for the rest of the week. Uh, welcome to the good stuff, Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brett Lindacre, the good things guy, right next to me is Kerry, the good things girl.
2: Good morning.
1: Morning. What's happening? Morning. Um, we could sort of pull up News 24 and unpack all of the stories that are headlining, but I don't want you. No. That's not how we do it, yeah. We're here to remind you that there are so, still so many good things happening in the world and South Africa right now. So inspired. So proudly South African so much of good news. Kerry and I are going to be unpacking a couple of things. Uh, we're going to bring you the top five trending good news stories like we do every week yes, because that's how we roll. Um, plus, we're going to be chatting to the COO of Sufiso Learning Group. She's going to tell us what they do, how they do it, what they're about and how you get involved to make a difference. Also, today, we're going to be bringing you a couple of updates with regards to the uh, Garden Root fires. Mm. It has ravaged our country um, Um, The Western Cape, uh, you know, we've seen it all over the news. We've seen um, some really devastating stories. We've also seen some very hopeful stories of people really, truly making a difference. And we're going to bring you all sorts of updates as to what you guys can do to assist or get involved or sort of make a difference. Listen up and get inspired. If you want to get involved with the conversation, you can tweet us at cliffcentral.com or myself, Brendan Deque, or any of our other Twitter handles. What are you?
2: Kerry Stein. I'm just going to get naked. <laughs> okay.
1: Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Let's scruffle, get it on. Scruffle, take it on.
2: Twitter, Kerry Stein, and then.
1: What is the WhatsApp number?
2: Zero seven nine seven four eight twenty ninety.
1: It's that easy. It's zero seven nine seven four eight twenty ninety. Kerry, what's been cracker lacking in the world? I know the fires and the devastation. We've been reporting on it. It's um, it's been a little bit hectic, man.
2: It has been. It's been very very rough. But for me, I think um. And obviously, every video I see and all the pictures, they just make me super emotional. Um, But to see the people coming together.
1: Well, that's the biggest thing, right? Is South Africans really coming together in this time of need? Because
2: we have. I mean, we've seen it internationally. We've seen it happen internationally where um, towns and cities basically lose. I mean, people lose everything in fires and floods and all sorts of um, uh, destruction. And it's now happened to one of our communities and how the people have come together. And it's just incredible.
1: They've said that this is one of the worst, uh, the worst fires or worst natural disasters to happen in our time. Like yes, in my, in, it's my bad. in my 32 years, I don't remember, um, anything happening like this that well, maybe I was too young, but I just don't recall anything happening like this in my lifetime. And, um, you know, now it's time for you and me mm. and. Maybe our listeners and some other South Africans to step up and make a difference. Um, I know we've got a couple of stories in our top five that are going to yes. be around the mm-hmm. fires and and uh, how to get involved. But one of the biggest things is that I need to share the information is how to get involved. How to us, get involved, us, right? So it's
2: important because not everybody knows.
1: First and foremost, um, I want you guys, I know you might be listening with your phones, but phones are great because they're multitasking tools. The world is at your fingertips and you're able to do like 40 things at once mm. on, a, on a smartphone, generally. So while you're busy listening to the show, I want you to pick up your phone. And if you're either on, uh, what is it, Google Play Store or iTunes, I want you to go search for um, hmm. either the gift of the givers, yes. so that's what you're searching for, the gift yes. of the givers, or you're going to search for greater good. Those are the two names: gift of the givers or greater good. And I must put a little uh, Crivier here: we 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 are not sponsored by them; no. we're not paid to push this forward. Um, I believe in it, no and definitely. that's and that's why I'm putting it out there. So the gift of the givers have released uh an app and if you don't know who the gift of the givers are they are the largest disaster response organization in South Africa yeah. the largest. largest they so if you if you're like ah i got some money and i want to give it to someone but i'm a little bit worried about where um, that money's going to go and like some people are crowdfunding and you're like yeah I want to support them but I also don't know where the money's going to go and you have all these questions um, they're a non-profit organization where because they're a non-profit organization registered everything is transparent yeah. it has to be if it's not um, they'd be big guck Huge. So sorry, mom. Um, so the, the Gift of the Givers app is on iTunes. It's on Google right now, and it's so flippin' cool because it's not just about Nazna. It lists a couple of different disasters and a couple of different um, things that that South Africa is going through. Yes. I mean, we have twenty-one percent of our population don't eat every day—real stat. So this is where you can get involved. And what I like about it, I believe, change one thing, change everything. Mm. I believe in in many. Many people doing small bits of good, add it up, become this greater whole that really make a difference, and you can really flip and change the world, for real. You have that power in your hands right now, and the app, it gives you a recommendation. So when you want to give a little bit of money, it doesn't go like a thousand rand, a million rand, it goes one rand. Yes. Five Rand.
2: Every little bit.
1: Every little bit counts. And that's what I like about this. That is how you make the difference. That is how you make a change. Loads and loads and loads of many, many, many people coming together. All adding their little bits of money together, and and that adds up to something bigger. Huge. So right now, while you're listening, get on your phones and uh, just download that. It's either called you need to search for. I mean, you can go to Good Things Guy. We've got a we've got an article that's on there. But if you want to go onto your phones and make it quick and easy, just check Gift of the Givers on the App Store, on either Google or iTunes, or. Greater Good, because that's what the app is called. Greater Good, Gift of the Givers. And they will, whatever money, I mean, it's that's the biggest thing for me, is that it's transparent and you're able to help. There's also other institutions that you can get hold of um, if you're not in the mood for downloading an app. Of course, some people feel different things for different things. Mm. That made so much sense. But, um, maybe you care more for animals. Exactly. And like you're worried about all the animals that are, that, that have been in the fires and, and that need help. Um, the SBCA, you know them, they're reputable, get hold of them. They're also doing a whole bunch of, uh, money drives and collections to, to assist. And then the last one that I want to bring in, um, is DHL. If you have donations and I, Kerry's going to speak about this just now. I'm sorry. I'm stealing no, your I thunder, don't. but, uh, DHL have opened up uh, all of their warehouses, 37 across the country, where you can drop off goods and they will take those goods down to Neisner. I think it's important. If you open up your cupboards and you have excess stuff, then you know that you have stuff to give.
2: You shouldn't be holding on to that stuff.
1: Well, you can't reprimand people.
2: No, but um, I was actually reading something earlier this morning. um And someone said something to me a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I can't donate these shoes because... Um, you know, I don't think they... They they don't look that great. And when someone is using... Well, to you... Exactly.
1: Ma'am. Was exactly it a ma'am or sir? It was a sir. To you, sir, <laughs> they do not look good. And to you, they may not be as lacquer as when you first bought them. Yeah. But I promise you, one man's trash is There's another, another man's, man's gift. Something like that. I don't know how it goes. There's a song. <laughs>
2: it's um, treasure.
1: But for reals, man. And you're right, Kay.
2: No, really. You guys, I mean... A shirt that you haven't worn. If you haven't worn it in the last six months, get rid of it.
1: So when I I do spring cleaning a couple of times a year. Yes, you do. So I don't call it spring cleaning because that only happens in spring, right? So I do like a quarterly clean. Yeah. A quarterly clean. Your quarterly
2: cleans are like one ton of stuff.
1: And I go into my whole house's cupboards and my parents and my family and I go into everybody's houses. I'm like, it's time. We're going to do the clean. And you go into their cupboards and you make three piles. A yes pile... A, a no pile and a maybe, maybe pile. pile. But, okay, now I'm going to ruin the whole thing because people are going to know what I do. Act like this is men in black and you're going to forget what I said. But then you tell them, okay, make a yes pile and the no pile and the maybe pile. And then when you get to the end, you go, you can only keep the yes pile. You take away the maybe pile as well. It <laughs> takes away that whole should I, shouldn't I, what should I do, how does it work. Um, I'm talking and Gareth Cliff wants to jump out the window. Was it something I said? <laughs> Don't do it! so we've got to put pre- this is radio so you have no idea what's going on but we have a production booth and gareth ran in here and then he tried to run jump out the window um, on the second floor well, it's obviously here something I, it's obviously something i said gee I, I, no well i had you on that i can put you on whichever one i'm here oh. um no the floor is lava <laughs> <laughs> i've seen that
0: yeah, it's the best thing ever.
1: Those memes are ridiculous. Kerry, do, you know, do you have any idea what you said talking about? No, Gareth's I have no about? idea. So there's memes going around where... Gareth, what is it?
0: So basically, whatever people are doing, you shout, the floor is lava, and then anyone who's <laughs> touching the floor will burn, so they have to quickly, they've
1: got like five seconds to jump on something just... that isn't attached to the floor.
2: Okay, so we're not statues anymore. We are crazy people. No, <laughs> no, no <it's laughs> the
1: floor is lava. It's a real meme. It's like a game that's going around, and there was a oh. couple, a guy and a girl, and they'd be standing like in the middle of the store, yeah. and he'd go... Uh, Laney, whatever her name is, the floor is lava, and then you take her duck like, dive bomb into the groceries. She like loses it completely. So the, sorry, that's what we were doing.
2: I okay. learned something new today.
1: We, we're
0: very um, adult and we're a very professional organization. Definitely.
1: Well, we are. You can see it. I wish that I had a Facebook live of you trying to jump out the window. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that's that was my boss. That was our boss. Yes, I know. Try to jump out jump the window. Jump out the window
2: or jump onto the side of the wall or something. Okay. Hang onto the window like a he's monkey. He's completely
1: set the whole, the whole production booth is on it. No one knows what's going on. It's all crazy. No one's keeping their stuff on the floor. Uh, something else we wanted to catch up on quickly. There's a cool yeah. story that uh, came out yesterday. A petrol station cleaner has finally got his degree Yay. after 17 years. Sure. 17 years. That's so this perseverance. is, this is like a court in the middle, because some people are inspired and some people are, are like, that's cuck. Because, um UCT wouldn't give him his degree because he owed money. That's a normal, don't shake your head, it's a normal practice, I okay? Know.
2: I know
1: but it's so sad it's sad but here's the reality how do you expect an institution to work if they're not getting money no, and the a way percent. that they get money is by students by no, giving the funds a, it's right a business. it's a business mm. so but what the nice part of the story is that after 17 years he persisted yes he did what he had to do he was paying it off little bit by little bit and eventually the dean just went actually no stop he has your degree so he's picking it up on friday Uh he's picking it up on Friday and um and then he's gonna his boss at the petrol station in Worcester has said that he's gonna help him get a job in his field that he studied for.
2: That's incredible.
1: And in the time that he worked there, in ten years he didn't tell anybody. He didn't want anyone to know that he'd got a degree at UCT.
2: That is insane. I love people, you know?
1: You love people. Yeah. Good news stories. Something else, uh, that went viral yesterday, and I hope it's gonna play. Mm. So if you guys would just I bear can. with me, I'm gonna try plug this in. Uh, the one auxiliary cable's not working it's or sometimes a bit funky. work. Sometimes it wick. It make wick. So we're gonna try this one first. If it makes a funny crackling noise, don't judge me. We'll just blame Kerry.
2: Yes, always.
1: We'll be like, it's Kerry's fault. <laughs> um so this little girl, she's two years old. Her name is Taylor. Look at that photo. She is so cute. Did you watch the video? Yes. Um, so, so I don't know if you're gonna, if this is gonna translate well. Ah, uh, that's the wrong one. Alright, so Taylor is this little two year old South African that has gone viral. Mm. She, her mom put a video up a couple of weeks ago, um of her holding a baby. And I, don't, I didn't really watch it because it was really long. But it's had over a million, a million views. That mm. one. So the new one's had half a million views. Let's see if this works. Can you
0: hear?
1: It's really soft. Yeah, uh, I can hear. You can slightly hear. I'm mean, gonna I need someone to come in here and make it a little bit louder. I don't know how to make it louder on this thing. So, she, she's she's cucking her mother out. She's cucking her mother out. She's like, no, you, you being naughty, mom. You're the terrible one. Is that you it? I never developing? put me in a naughty room. I put me in the, in the, on the wall. He said I'm a skullsuit on the wall. He said I'm a skullsuit on the floor. Because you're being naughty, Taylor, and you're giving mommy all the time.
0: No, no, and I've been naughty now. No, and you're my child.
1: I have to put you in. How's that accent? She's like, no, no. no. I've not been naughty. No. You've been naughty. You're the naughty mum. Anyway, so the they put the moms put the video up, and within a couple of days, she's had twenty thousand likes on her Facebook page. No, and the videos have over <laughs> half a million views.
2: That is crazy.
1: That video got put up like twenty four hours ago. It's had yeah. half a million views. No, you
2: naughty, no.
1: She's very cute. She's very cute. It's become South Africa's new little superstar. Brent. Yes.
2: Do you know that it is uh, Youth Day this week?
1: It is Youth Day this yes, week.
2: Yes, on Friday. You flying away?
1: Uh, am I being am I being shouted at?
2: No. Um but I do I do want to tell people about um a festival. It's called the Rockstart Festival in town. Okay. Okay. It's in memory of um uh Carissa Samuel. And the entrance to this festival is uh, an item of winter clothing.
1: Ah, look at that. So it's almost like it comes full circle. We were telling you to clean out your cupboards and now Kerry's got a little I'm gonna put it
2: up, yeah. I'm gonna put it up on my Facebook okay. and on my Twitter. Okay. And um people should support it.
1: Put it up in your Twitter now and I will I will repost that so that people sure. can get all the info. It's a really cool event, man. Uh, happening in the C B D of Joburg on Saturday.
2: Elof Street, yeah. Oh no no, it's on sixteenth, so that is Friday.
1: Brilliant. No oh, because that is the public holiday. Yes. That's youth day. Laka, laka, laka. All right. Every week we dig deep and we try to find you the top trending good news stories of the week that you can share, that you guys can speak about over the water cooler or at the dinner table, because we believe even though your news is relevant and you should know what's going on in the world, you should also have a balance. Yes. Right, Care. Definitely. And we're also the only good news chart show in south africa so every week we bring you good news stories five of them while we're chatting about them we put them online as well kerry searches high and low to bring you the best of the best of the best of the best what do we have at number five
2: well um with all the destruction happening in south africa we also had some some blessings uh cape town rain brings relief as water starts flowing in the how do we say this? No, no. Die I'm Tee waterskloofdam.
1: It's, I would say, it's teewaterskloofdam. Dam. It's in dam. In the dam. das water wat in the dam kom, and dan gaan hy daar wanneer die ding daar gaan. Yes. So, it's, I mean, the video, if you want to unpack it a little bit. Yes, it's
2: incredible. So, um, basically... It's an earthfall type dam located in the um, Sonalove River in the Western Cape. (laughs) Um, We've had a lot of drought there. I mean, we have had drought in Cape Town, and it actually started to get quite dire. And um, the dam was sitting at less than 13% before the rain started last week. Um, But a video was posted showing a rush of fresh water flowing into the Tiawaterskluv Dam. Okay, so you actually have to watch the video.
1: So the video is a lot better than her articulation of the dam's name.
2: It's because I, I apologize to all of our Afrikaans <laughs>
1: listeners. No, so it's really cool um, to see water flowing. If uh,
2: It's incredible. Remember when it happened in Joburg? I was going to say. The same thing is happening in Cape Town and it is incredible. You have to watch the video.
1: All our Joburgers, um, all the people in Joburg, when we saw that happening, I mean, we were all happy about it as well. So tune in, we'll put it online, it's going on Twitter right now, and then you can see, uh, what that is all about.
2: Yes, definitely. Next one.
1: Sorry, what do we have at number four?
2: Plane crash survivor who was treated in, in Johannesburg gets a standing ovation for America's Got Talent. Uh, catchy. So, uh, you say catchy, or, I mean, catchy, or witchy. Okay.
1: She's Nigerian. Yes. She's Nigerian. And she was in a plane crash that happened, I think, in 2001? 2005. 2005. 2005. Uh, She was in a plane. There were 107 people on that plane. And she was... And she was one of the only two survivors. And I'm going to play a snippet of her um, very inspirational uh, audition at... America's Got Talent. You must understand, America's Got Talent has so got such a wide, um, reach. Mm. And, and you, when she came on stage, I, I'd watched the original, yeah. um, not on YouTube. And when she came onto stage, I still looked at her and I thought, she's been burnt. Yeah. You can see something's, something's different. Her, her skin is, um, it's got different pigments and, and in, her hands, and, as her hands, well, and, hands and her face. And I was like, she's been burnt. And it, it's, it's really, Super tough mm. and inspirational to see. I don't know if I'd be able to climb onto stage if I was burned from head to toe like that. And she does, and she starts speaking, and then uh, and then she sings. sure And that's sort of the section where she gets a standing ovation. And in
2: that video, she said it was her music. It was music and her singing that actually it was, that's how she healed and how she's able to get through this whole, um, Situation oh, is no. singing.
1: I've just put it up online so that you can see. Uh, you need to watch the video to Beautiful, understand yeah. the power of her performance, I've which is absolutely goosebumps. amazing, 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 amazing. Yeah. We've just put it up online. Care, what do we have at number three?
2: DHL offer free delivery services for donated goods to He Here's all the info you need to know. So DHL Express has partnered with Western Cape Government to deliver all donated goods to the Joint Operations Centre in Nisner. So um, basically in this article, and we'll put it up on, on Facebook and Twitter, um, and it is on Good Things GoodThingsGuy.com.
1: And it'll be on uh, cliffcentral.com com. If you go v- look for the good stuff page, yes, and you'll find all of the stories there.
2: And uh, basically, they have set up. It's all they It's all the. Um, uh what do you call them? They, they, they satellites. They, they offices. They're, officers. they're, they're officers. all over the place. The offices. And you can be, you can go and you can uh, take all your, uh, all your donated goods or stuff that you've bought, your secondhand stuff, and you can drop it off there, and they will make sure that it gets to Niasna nice and all the affected areas.
1: So what we've done at our company uh, is we've put a collection point inside mm. uh, our building that everybody can just bring stuff because it's, it sometimes get a, it, it, feels like you're not doing enough if you're just taking a little bit. Whereas now, if, and it's what I said at the. Beginning, beginning of the show if everybody does a little bit and we all put it together we're actually doing something a lot bigger so we've got this collection point and on friday we're taking it through to dhl and then dhl are going to take it down to Neisner and and just help the people in the garden roots and plet and pe and all the people that really need help um it's that easy they've made it easy for you so it's a really cool story
2: yes i think it's incredible
1: we're going to put that up online it's great so you can get all the info and then you can go to the DHL and you can deliver stuff and it'll just be amazing.
2: <laughs> all that stuff. That stuff that you don't need.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What do we have at number two?
2: An open letter to the mom that gave birth at Park Station. We all need to read.
1: What a hectic story. Like the so, original story was super, super, super hectic. And and it was, you know, all of the mainstream media news sites mm, were reporting on best, that. And wh- yeah. what was the story? So, so for our listeners that um, don't know.
2: Francine comes from Congo. Her and her husband moved here, obviously, for a better life. And uh, she she went into labor. And she was turned away from four different hospitals. You
1: have to say allegedly turned away.
2: Allegedly turned away. Yeah,
1: you have to say that because there was a whole bunch of people going, No, oh. it wasn't true. It was true. It was sort of what? in the middle. But
2: I have I have heard that our, our government hospitals... Do turn people away if you're not South African. I have Allegedly. A, alleged, you have
1: to say allegedly. No, you but can't. I've, you I've can't, heard it
2: from people no, that have been there allegedly. Uh,
1: you
2: have to. <laughs> okay, allegedly turned away by our government hospitals because they are not South African citizens. Anyway, so um, Francine went into labor and she gave birth at Park Station in the Joburg CBD and uh basically her and her husband have said that they feel very very unwelcome in this country and um, okay, but that's not
1: what we're reporting on that's what no, the mainstream no, media no no they were, reporting. were
2: disheartened by this whole situation and two mothers have uh, they have written a letter to Francine and her husband um you have to read the letter though it's very very long um,
1: give to, me, give me top, top level, top okay, level. Okay, so level.
2: two fellow mothers, both heartbroken for you, in awe of your strength and courage, and hope this letter reaches, uh, reaches you and encourages you in this difficult time. So basically, um
1: they offered to throw a full yes, baby shower, shower for her, for her to and, like to just make her feel welcome and make her feel lacquer like about her new um baby being born.
2: It's supposed to be a, a blessing, not.
1: Yeah, Not what it was yeah. The letter went viral It was shared everywhere People got involved They were like I want to I be part of the baby shower I want to throw cake at them I want to give them money Oh he has money for their rent All of yes. a sudden It became this big thing And then the letter reached her mm-hmm. So they are putting it all together And that's really incredible
2: I think it's amazing
1: It's cool man it it should It's give human a little bit and, more, it's yes, kindness, and, and it's kindness
2: And a little bit more hope In their stay in their new country Completely Yes And their baby
1: so we're going to do an update to that story. Once the baby shower has happened, we're going to do an update.
2: Yeah, I'm excited.
1: Are you going to go? I want
2: to go to the baby shower. Well, get hold of the ladies. Yes, I will. I'm going to go. The
1: email address is on there. We've <laughs> just put it up online on, uh, on Twitter so that you can find the story there. What do we have at number one?
2: A beautiful post written by a nine in survivor is going viral for all the right reasons. So Liuda Conrad, an artist from Nice,ner wrote a harrowing, emotional post after she fled from the raging fires, explaining what she went through that night. I can't.
1: I'm gonna read it.
2: Yeah, I can't. I, th- I think
1: it's super important. So this got sent to me, and and when I first, I mean, I can read it now, but when I, Kerry's fr- already crying.
2: <laughs> I can't. I can't even. Carrie's
1: already crying, but the, she wrote the post, and and I think what is the most important part here is she clearly made it real as to what being in that situation would be like. So this is what she said. Uh, Lydia Conrad, an artist from Nazna, she wrote the harrowing emotional post, and this is what she said. She, sh- she said. Shell-shocked, exhausted, and close to tears. So much loss and devastation. It's hard to take it all in. No power, so limited access. Fleeing for your life from a raging fire is not an easy task, but We managed. My friends are safe, I'm alive and safe. No sleep since Tuesday, having gone on my knees at the water's edge to get away from the fire, freezing as it was so very cold. I asked only for people to be safe, and we were. Around 10,000 evacuated and incredibly, yet sadly, only five lives lost. I could not believe that Belvedere was surrounded by fires raging within one to two meters and all still standing. Miracles abound, many not so lucky. And I spoke to many people who had lost absolutely everything they had. Youngsters I saw last night, lost and alone. One with a parrot and cats and dogs, house burnt down, and they had no idea where their parents were. The kindness of people of all colors was outstanding. This is how we should be as a nation. We all saved each other. We all cared. We all helped. Some of the young gents helped the elderly. They just said yes, carried a few of the frail care folks in makeshift blankets down the hill to the beach. To safety. Many day workers stood in the wind outside and I asked them to come in to keep warm. We cared. We stood together. We didn't damage, harm or hurt one another. We stood as a nation should. Paramedics were great, roadworks at it from early to clear roads as well as they could to give limited passing ability, and the firefighters, well what can one say about those brave people who faced mountains of fire and tried against unthinkable odds. Bravery of men who came from nowhere to transport people along a cold beach through the night to save lives, all at their own cost, homes opened to those in need of a bed, refusing to take payments in the morning. Someone picking up the tab for hundreds of people for sandwiches and coffees, accommodations given, cars turning up to take hundreds away, salt of the earth people, brave souls housed in ordinary bodies. Now I need love, a huge hug, and sleep. But sleep is all I will get tonight. We are so, so very lucky. We are- and Kerry's sitting here crying, her eyes <laughs> I out. Can't even but here's me. the point, and the, and the, why I love the piece is because it really gives us an indication and an idea of what it must feel like to be running away from a fire that literally. is consuming your everything.
2: Literally, they were literally running away, and five of those people running away did not make it either.
1: Well, not five. It was a lot more in the end. Yeah. But um, at but that, that p- moment, that, that time, not that particular moment. Yeah. I'm going to put that up online so that you can, uh, you can also read it and share it and it's i don't think it's sad i think it's i mean the end of it is so Mm. inspirational you know i believe at least
2: it's very inspirational
1: i'm gonna leave kerry so that she can blow her nose Um, (laughs) thank you this is the good stuff (laughs) on cliff central Been practicing this, songoba. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, now we're gonna put your mics on songoba. <laughs> you know what the problem with being a white guy is? Is that like if you, I can't. My enunciation is wrong always. And I remember the first time I was on radio. Uh, I was on radio. I'm not gonna say who it was with. Actually, I can. You can. I was with John Robbie. Okay. First time on radio ever. Most nerve-wrecking thirty seconds of my life because that's all it was. Seconds. I don't think I got any more than thirty seconds. And he um. He said my surname wrong about 17 times. In those thirty seconds, you can
2: seconds. say it so many ways well,
1: though. Well, Lindeki, Lindeku, Lindakwa. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so how
0: do you say a surname so I don't mess it up?
1: Um, I like Lindeku. Lindeku. Yeah, you
0: like
1: I like Lindeku. What is, is it?
0: that how you actually say it, or have you just decided to change it?
1: Well, no, right? So, so it's a, it's actually <laughs> French origin. So if we Ooh. if we were back in Europe, people would be like Lindek. Hey, Lindek. And in South Africa, <laughs> us English people like to say Lindeku. But and I have a school friend that's actually sitting in the in the studio right. Now. Do
2: yes. And um
1: and they used to say in school it was Linda Key.
2: Oh dear. They were like,
1: hey Linda Key and I'd be like, I don't know who they're talking to. Who's that? It's not me, it's not me. I don't even know who that is. Um, but it's we're not guy. trying to talk about that. You are the COO of the Safiso Learning Group. Uh huh. What is that?
0: Wow. Which one? The COO or the learning
1: group? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I mean, we can unpack the, uh, the learning part of this later. So, no, Sophisto Su- Learning Group, what is it?
0: So, Sophisto Learning Group is an education group. It's a brand new startup, effectively trying to disrupt what the education market looks like. Love in that this already. Country. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, effectively, Sophisto Learning Group is a startup. We started literally in January last year wow. and have gone from three employees to over 80 people. Wow. And five school campuses. So we're in the preschool space, primary school, high school. We're rolling out of college next year, um, and then we also have a publishing business, an education technology business, and a education property business. So we're quite busy.
1: You're a little bit. Yeah, it sounds like bit. you guys are disrupting <laughs> wow. the education market. Which it's needed quite yeah. rapidly. What? What's? I mean, how do we disrupt it? If we're going to go in uh, at a preschool level, or a, how yeah. do we disrupt what the current model is?
0: So I think the starting point is kind of look at what our lives look like post-school, right? And you were just talking about school. And how much do you remember from school? And how much do you feel you've actually applied that you learned from school? I mean, there's this um, silly meme that always goes around just on social about media just about the <laughs> ants, right? The anatomy of the ants. Completely. If you were at school instead learning about, like, robotics and you were learning about social media and you were learning about, I don't know, like, whatever it is, shared working spaces, you'd probably apply it more, right? So it would be more relevant to what you do And effectively that's our starting point What does the world look like now There's this whole 4th industrial revolution conversation And are we preparing kids Or even older people To be ready for that 4th industrial revolution So you ask for preschool What does it look like in preschool Preschool we do a Montessori model We do a multilingual Montessori model So those little ones running around till the age of like 6 Are doing it in English, Zulu and Mandarin That's amazing And they do kind of self-driven driven, um, mastery sessions where they go around the classroom at their own pace learning what they need to learn. And it's related back to practical life, you know, so how to do our buttons or how to do mathematics or how to do some reading in Mandarin or English or Zulu. So that's what it looks like.
1: Well, if I have to think about where I am right now, I'm 32 years old. I've been doing Cliff Central for three years, an online radio platform yeah and and i own one of the top 40 media sites in the country both of those jobs yeah didn't exist 10 years exactly. ago exactly um and it's something that i was never taught at school we didn't I, I, I can see now like there's some private schools that have got like their own radio stations and <laughs> like things that you can get involved in yeah, when i was yeah. at school i remember my teacher's um almost grooming me Mm. to either be an accountant Mm -hmm. or a lawyer Mm -hmm. if i was going into the academic field Mm -hmm. or do something technical with my hands when i went to my 10 year school reunion and i was chatting to my teachers and they're like what do you do now and i was trying to explain it it almost went over their heads because they didn't realize it right
0: exactly so So that's exactly it.
1: it's disrupting on all different levels which is absolutely amazing how did you get involved with the company
0: um, I decided to quit banking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she left corporate.
0: <laughs> I left corporate. That's exactly how I got involved. So I used to work in, um, first rand. I worked in the financial services industry for six years. Um, before oh that, way. I studied actual science, which is like tons of fun statistics and all things. Um, and I'd always been doing education stuff on the side. So when I decided it was time for a change, which was one of the most craziest moments in my life, I decided if I'm going to change, well, what would I like to do full-time, and it was education. And lucky for me, I found an amazing opportunity to start up as employee number three in this um, Safiso Learning Group, and haven't looked back. So, yeah, that's how that happened.
1: Safiso Learning Group, is it? Is it made – I mentioned private schools, right? So private schools get given all of these things that they have at their fingertips. Is Safiso Learning Group – where does it fit in when it comes to the school spectrum? Sure.
0: So we – actually fit in both, but I'll explain how. So we are a private education group, but the reality is in South Africa 95% of schools in this country are public. And of that 95%, Is that 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 big a number? 95%. Ninety-five. There are 25, 26,000 public schools in the country. And of those, 80% of them are no fee paying. Why? Because those parents cannot afford to pay fees. So we all focus on the private schooling market, but effectively it's in the minority. It's been growing at about 300% per but it's still in the minority, right? So what we do is we're private because we believe that innovation's got to be twofold. You've got to have gradual improvement happening in the broader system. So we work quite closely with the department and with government. We work quite closely in the National Education Collaboration Trust. But at the same time, while that progress is happening, which sometimes moves slowly, you've also got to reinvent the wheel. And what we're effectively doing through our private school arm is reinvent the wheel. And what makes sense to scale up to 26,000 schools will Hand over that IP and assist in handing it over to the public schools. So that's what I'm saying. We kind of straddle both worlds while doing incremental improvement, but disruptive improvement as well.
1: But you have to, and that's I, I was doing an, a two, twofold. I was doing an interview, and I need to find the name this morning on my way here, busy driving, and the forks blood hit okay. bell, and I was chatting to the people from the forks blood, and they were talking about. Um, being an entrepreneur and, and owning a business and, and like w- what characteristics fall in that space yeah. and what is important and there were all different themes that we, that we sort of spoke about. But one of the biggest that I said is as an entrepreneur, what you guys mm-hmm. are doing as mm-hmm. that sort of first thinking, forward thinking, disruptive in education. You have a responsibility. Yeah. That's, that's the word that yeah. I used. It's a responsibility. In a country where 21% of our population don't eat every day, um, if we have the means and the ways and the know-hows yep. to uplift someone in some way, it's our responsibility to, to do that. Yeah. You have to. And I think what's really cool about your organization and what you're doing is you're starting from the ground up mm. and giving... um. This is so cliche. The future leaders of tomorrow, you're giving them the tools to help and make a difference and sort of empower themselves and empower other people around them, which is absolutely phenomenal. Exactly. So we've been going for two years now. What What are the big plans for the future?
0: So, like I mentioned, we're literally across five different campuses at the moment. We have about another seven campuses across Gauteng, ready and waiting and busy rolling them out year by year. Next up is the next province because effectively our plans are to cover all of South Africa to give more access, but also to look at key markets in the rest of Africa. We've got a book published uh, that was published in December that spoke about equality in the workplace. We're busy working on a femicide book, given kind of the conversations that are happening in the world
1: right now. Important. Yeah. Important. And I- I like the fact that you said the world, yeah. because it's not a South African no, it's problem. It's, it's global. Not. And I think that uh, I can see it's forward thinking. I want to be part of this. This come is amazing. Through. Well,
0: come through. I'm excited. That's very cool. Because, I mean, part of it is also just to continuously make sure that there's the link to the real world, right? So I always say that like, kids in school oftentimes are forced to live in like a, um, what do you call it, like a virtual parallel universe, where it's like at home. You're in tune with technology and it's the norm and you watch TV and you know what's happening in the world. But when you come to school, forget about that, switch it off and let's just pretend that the world is nice, neat and tidy and then deal with it after school again. So it's just, I mean, how do you bring that into? So we would definitely love to have you.
1: How, how, how long has school been the same sort of formula because I feel like it, it's almost like school was created when Henry Ford was doing the production <laughs> line. And they, they had this idea of what people needed to learn mm. in order to be successful as adults. And I don't, I, I don't, well, obviously it's not. Yep. It needs to be disrupted. So how long has it been, or is this the first time that we're seeing sort of disruptions in the way that kids are learning?
0: I think you've been see- so effectively. How long has it been like that? You're correct. You're absolutely right. Industrial revolution. Effectively, children were um, being trained to go into the assembly line, right? One hundred percent. That was the job that was there. So it hasn't changed in a while. There's been little pockets of disruption happening, but I think not nearly as much has been wide scale or systemic, and also not as much happening on this continent. And yeah. which is the other focus. So we can't copy and paste American and European solutions. We can learn from them, but. We've been lacking kind of of born-out-of-the-continent solutions that are relevant. I always joke that trying to sit down with a grade 6 kid teaching them geography about snow or an earthquake or, you know, whatever it is, they're like, um, what is that?
2: Yeah,
1: like, how does the snow... I've never seen it before. It's never...
0: Exactly, and just changing the conversation, I mean, we've got kids now doing stuff about like, okay, time zones, but let's focus on countries in the continent and time zones there, or let's talk about a rondavel and how it teaches you geometry mm. and shapes and science, right, and let's start there. Yeah. That's fundamentally changes the game, because you're raising kids who get who they are, where they're growing up, and are still ready to compete globally.
1: I love yeah. that. This excites me. It really does excite me, because it's, it's again, cliche, but it's our future leaders that yeah. we're empowering with these tools to yeah. be able to just be unbelievable. If people want to Get involved, follow the story, come and see what you guys are doing, send their kids to you. Uh, where do they go?
0: So the quickest way to get in touch with us is visit our website. We're on www.cfiso.com If you're interested specifically in the schools, the schools are called Future Nation Schools, which is very fitting. Considering oh, what kisha, kisha, right? It is, it is, it is, 100%. <laughs> so that is on futurenationschools.com. Um, And effectively, we have an open day every month. So I know parents need to see it, feel it, come through, have the experience. We've got our kids busy playing around with it hydraulic robot arm which oh, is wow. fascinating to I, can o- I can
1: only imagine and what's very relevant and we didn't plan this like I, I believe that the universe just always puts people in the right place at the right time yeah. I'm, almost, I'm almost certain and I could be talking Absolute BS. But the, the cutoff line to grade ones and grade eights was last night at midnight. And all of a sudden I've got you in studio speaking about a brand new school mm. in a new way, in a new sort of way of thinking. So I think it's very relevant. <laughs> Love um, it. I am going to put all of this up online on cliffcentral.com awesome. so that everybody can uh, so- see where you are and where you come from and where they need to go to get involved. And it'll also be on goodthingsguy.com. Thank you very much for being part of the show today. Thank you so um, much. Like a breath of fresh air. I'm <laughs> I'm feeling quite inspired. Awesome. This is the good stuff on Cliff Central.
0: Oh.
1: Man, oh man, terrific Tuesdays! I am flipping inspired. What about you?
2: Huge.
1: How are you feeling? That
2: changes. Okay, well, I'm not as emotional as I was at the beginning.
1: Yeah, well, if you missed the beginning of the show, I'd like you to rewind and listen to Kerry Snot and Trana. Um, <laughs> but for, for good reason, it was a, it was a very uh, harrowing and, and beautiful piece that I had reread in my own little uh, radio voice. You
2: know what, in these situations, you actually, you try and, you, you put yourself in those situations. Sorry,
1: for those of you again that are just tuning in, she's talking about the Nisner fires. Yes. Yeah, so she, she sometimes any, forgets that it's an hour show and someone's not here in the beginning. No. So, well, okay, are you talking about on. any situation With in any life? Any
2: situation. So, if you know, like living in an informal settlement, running away from fires, being in a flood, it's it's all it's terrible. And yeah. you put yourself in a situation like that, it's scary.
1: Okay, so we had that at the beginning, but then That's in the middle, we had a really good piece yes. about disruptions in schools,
2: education which yeah,
1: is yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah. So Learning Group. Uh, we're going to put that all up online so that you can hear more about them. I love institutions, organizations, just people that are doing different things. I think it's incredible. I, it I really said, is. you know, that if you if you want to be successful, you mm. either got to do something that no one else is doing at all. It's got to be new. It's got yeah. to be completely off the wall. Mm. Or you've got to take what people are currently doing and do it better. Do it that's better.
2: Exactly what's happening
1: here. Well, there we go. That's what it is. Kerry, uh, that is the show for this week.
2: So sad, so sad, but happy. Well yeah. It's a happy Tuesday, Friday.
1: Well, um it's a happy Tuesday Friday. I'm <laughs> gonna go get a haircut quickly. Yes. Uh and then I'm gonna go pack a bag and then I'm gonna head off to the slow lounge before I leave for London Town. This is
2: terrible. Like you just you just come in and out and then you rip everybody, everybody's hearts out here. Look how sad they all are. Look at Tia, He's so sad.
1: Look, it's not the first time I've come out and ripped out people's hearts. <laughs> oh, my hat. <laughs> uh, it's been a terrific Tuesday. It was amazing hanging out with all of you. Um, I love it. I absolutely love it. If you want to catch up with any more of the good stuff, it is as simple as visiting www.cliffcentral.com to get all the shows. I'd also love, if you're listening right now, so we have a staff meeting like once a month, where we all get together and we talk about the good stuff that we're doing. And I don't mean to... I was mentioning there the good, stuff. The good um, stuff. We just chat about the stuff that the shows are doing and, and sort of what's happening at Cliff Central and what's going up and what's coming down and all of those great things. Hmm. And one of the things that they've said... That is really, it's an easy way to get in touch with our show is to just subscribe on iTunes. Yes. You go into your iTunes little thing on your phone, mm-hmm. like, or on your computer or whatever, yes. and then you look for the good stuff. It, you, if you Google it, and, uh, can you Google on iTunes? Yes. If search. Well,
2: you can search. You,
1: Google's become like the word Tipex.
2: Because
1: you, you just, you just like Google on your Google, iTunes. Yeah. So you search on iTunes <laughs> for the good stuff, find the podcast, Click subscribe so that you can get all of our shows, yes. and um, and then you'll never miss one.
2: No, and then teach all your friends to do it.
1: <laughs> Kerry's a capitalist. <laughs> uh, that is, uh, You've tuned into The Good Stuff on Cliff Central. We've spent the show chatting about good things. We've had amazing interviews. We've brought you the top five good news stories. We need to stay motivated. We need to inspire others. We're in this together, and the only way we'll get through this is together. When I say this, I mean anything. Mm. Even Kerry's crying. Just saying. Um, I'm going to leave you with something every week. I bring you a little bit of a motivational something to get you through the day or the week or the moment or whatever it is. And this is it. Always believe in yourself and always stretch yourself beyond your limits. Your life is worth a lot more than you think because you are capable of accomplishing more than you know. You have more potential than you think, but you will never know your full potential unless you keep challenging yourself and pushing yourself beyond your own self-imposed limits. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to leave you with today. It's beautiful. That's the good stuff for this week. Don't forget to tune in next week. We're going to be having, uh, it's a repeat, but it's a really cool repeat. We're going to be in- interviewing John Edward, the psychic medium. Before he comes to South Africa. That is, this is it. That's your Tuesday. Uh, you guys can tune in for more or play the show over again or tweet us or.
2: Just have a fabulous week. Have a terrific Tuesday.
1: Have a terrific Tuesday, yo.
0: Cliffcentral.com.